0: I don't know if you are this sort of person, but I'm the sort of person who always gets music stuck in my head. And earlier this week, one morning, I was getting ready and I had this stuck in my head. Some nights I stay up, acting in my bad luck. Some nights I call the a draw. Some nights I wish that my lips would build a capsule. Some nights I wish they'd just fall off. But I still wake up still see your ghost. Lord, I still don't know what I stand for. What do I stand for? What do I stand for? Most nights, I don't know anymore. It may be that to get you this morning or to join our line, you have to resist every impulse you have. It might be that desperation What else is there to do at the end of 2020? Or it may be that they're just very happy to be here. And in any of those cases, or in none of those cases, it's good that we're here. It's good to be together and to worship the Lord who came for us. And we know the story of this Lord who came to be for us. We know the story of a human race that has really always struggled to get things right. We do our best, we're funny creatures really, we build cities and play sports and write books and watch TV. We'll really do anything, not to have to pay too much attention to the Lord. And knowing that, knowing all of our little proclivity, he came in a way where we still would not pay attention to him. It's very strange. So this newly married couple, they go up, they move to this other town. They have to go there temporarily. There's census that year. Well, they are not really married. We don't know. They got pregnant before the marriage. The kid wasn't really the husband's, we don't know whose it was, the neighbors talked, and they murmured it themselves, nobody could really figure out where the kid was from. And then they do go up there, but Joseph, he forgot to make reservations for mass, so they couldn't get in, they had to go somewhere else. And then came, The famous people, people who would repost and repost pictures of this on Instagram, influencers, no, just shepherds and the Troy Fire department. <laughs> <laughs> and then, nine or ten days, maybe twelve days later, some other people kind of important showed up. The very incident set the fire alarm off. And then what they found there was so threatening to their boss that it turned out they had to go home a different way and never actually go back to their boss, their employer, who was paying them to do this. So this one who was born in a major lived quietly for 30 years, probably 20 or 25 of those years working as a contractor, and then just for the three years that anybody knew who he was, he disturbed people so much that the only option they found was to kill him. And then he rose from the dead, which no one expected, and no one really believed him. And yet we're here this morning. Because all of these things did happen. In the last couple of months, I have started learning how to box since June 3 opened. I'm grateful that for the most part I have not had to employ my newfound skills while, my ministry, while in my ministry as a priest. I'm grateful for that. Uh, but I have learned a number of things. But really, they're just two very basic things they teach you at the beginning, and all I know about it is at the beginning. They teach you how to punch and how to duck. And there are, at least as far as I'm aware at point, seven different ways that you can punch, and there are two ways to duck. There's a duck and there's a slip. And when you duck, you just kind of go like this, and bend your knees, you get out of the way. And then when you slip, you're move to one side or the other, and basically what happens opponent wastes his or her energy on you and wears themselves at trying to fight you. And I think we spend most of our lives trying to duck or slip away from God, who wants to come close to us, but who we would really rather keep at least six feet away. But I've also learned a lot from one of the coaches there named John. Most of the other coaches will move around to be and be fast and try to get you with by the run around and kind of chase after them and they call these very complicated sets of shots that your brain really can't process. And you have to just learn it and sort of instinct. But there's this other coach, John, who's very different and he's enormous, and he just kind of plants himself. And he's got these two big gloves. And he just calls these very simple shots over and over again. One. One. Two. One. Too. He doesn't need do anything. He just stands there. But because of how planted he is, because of who he is, and the power that is behind him, after 30 seconds of doing this, you are tired, exhausted. More tired than you are when you fight through the other things. And this, too, is what we do with God. We swing at God, with our little beginner shots. We don't really know what we're doing. But there is so much power to the Lord. Just because of who he is, we can exhaust ourselves. And this is a good thing, that human beings can exhaust ourselves. We need to do this, because it's usually only when everything goes wrong, when the Lord of the world ends up having to be born in somebody's backyard, that we begin to prick up and pay any attention. The English poet, W.H. Auden in his Christmas oratorio, called For the Time Being, writes about, and sometimes the microphones go off but during the Nativity too. <laughs> Everything happens. The Lord came for 2020. This is what Auden says. And because of his visitation, Jesus' visitation, we may no longer desire God as if he were lacking. Our redemption is no longer a question of pursuit, but of surrender to him who is always and everywhere present. Therefore, at every moment, we pray that, following him, we may depart from our anxiety into his peace. Merry Christmas.